0: If you really want to know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads webcast, brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Here today to continue with some off-season football news, just want to hit you guys with kind of a bevy of different updates that have happened here. In uh, the past couple weeks, as uh, the February signing day has came. Um, you know, still, it's actually a signing period. I mean, you can sign players, you know, from here on out. So I want to talk a little bit about the February signings that WVU has uh, signed thus far. Also, there was another coaching staff shake-up. We're going to get into that. Um, and then look ahead, talk a little bit about uh, the 2021 recruiting class, how that's shaping up, as well as some uh, spring football news that has uh, come out in uh, recent weeks. Uh, spring football right around the corner. So, you know, Mountaineer. Football will be back again before we know it, in 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 some capacity at least. So, uh, quite a few things to talk about here as we continue to cover Mountaineer football here on the Country Roads Webcast. All right, so let's start off with the coaching news. Um, If you don't know already, West Virginia has lost um, one of the kind of more beloved. Uh, you know, I guess a fan favorite coach in uh, Al Pogue uh, came to West Virginia from Troy with Neil Brown last season, um, outside linebackers coach, really high energy guy, you know, the team released videos on social media, he was always right there in those, and just a really high energy, fun guy to be around, fun guy for people to interview it seemed like, and um, I think it's a loss that West Virginia is going to feel not only as a on-staff assistant, but mainly in, in recruiting where he really excelled as a recruiter. Uh, but he has tr- decided to go to Auburn um, and be on Gus Mall's on staff. Um, most likely, you know, more money for him. So you know, you got to kind of understand that. You know, it, trying to advance in in a career at at any level, not just sports. You know, kind of got to go with whatever the best offer is and whatever works best for you. And not only probably um, more compensation, but he's also from the state of Alabama. So you know, he's getting to go back to his to his home state. So I mean. I know a lot of people are like, why would he leave after one year, No, you know, not very loyal or whatever. But I think that, you know, when you look at the bigger picture, it's it's very, you know, understandable. And I'm sure that him and um, Neil Brown talked at length about it. Um, Al Pogue put out a really great uh, message to Mountaineer Nation on his Twitter, um, you know, long post there, you know, talking about West Virginia and how much he values it and stuff. So it, it was really um in good taste uh, what Al Pogue did. And I uh, hope he has a lot of success in his future endeavors um, as a coach and continues to climb that ladder And uh, as he moves on to Auburn. so. But having said that, now West Virginia um, is down a staff member. Um, it was after the signing day, which I think was in, also in good taste, that they decided to wait until then to do so. But, um, you know, another staff member to replace. Uh, Neil Brown's going to have to make another good hire here. Um, I mean, you're probably looking at a guy that's going to coach linebackers, outside linebackers. Again, that's kind of the only uh, vacancy right now unless they want to switch some guys around that are already on the staff after hiring someone. But I think when you're thinking about who uh, West Virginia may hire, I think the number one priority is a guy that's an excellent recruiter. I think Neil Brown has shown that to be a big priority in all of his hires, but especially now having lost Al Pogue, who was a very good recruiter for you, you need somebody that can can fill that void. So we'll see what happens with that, and we'll keep you updated on that coaching news here on the Country Roads Webcast, as West Virginia, um, you know, searches for a candidate and eventually hires someone to fill that void. So, having said that, let's talk about the uh, players that West Virginia signed here in February to add to this year's 2020 West Virginia football recruiting class. Like like All right. So, as we mentioned on our uh, Signing Day show back in December. Um, West Virginia had four spots left. Following that, um, technically, um, they signed two guys um, on the February signing day, the start of the February signing period, um, and those were you know at positions of need. One being a running back, which West Virginia desperately um, needed a running back in this class. They got one, and then the other being a another bandit type player, you know, the defensive end linebacker hybrid position. So uh, West Virginia signs two. Um, still have a couple spots left, and then maybe you know, maybe even a couple more if you want to uh, finagle things around a little bit and you know get creative, as Neil Brown has said, they they plan to do, and as we have seen them do last year, you know after after the February signing period last year, you still added quite a few guys that made an impact on the season. You know guys like Austin Kendall, uh, Jared Daggie, George Campbell, Josh Groudin, um, you know all of those guys were added after um, you know after the signing. Signing period began in February, so um, West Virginia's class not quite done yet. Uh, would definitely expect them to, you know, get some more, some more people. I uh, think that offensive lineman is a possibility. They would like to have somebody come in and contribute there. You know, maybe another running back, even um, another another linebacker. But anyway, West Virginia signed two guys on the February here in February, um, and that was various Sparrow. Five foot to 190 pound running back um, from Orlando, Florida, and Sparrow is an interesting story due to the fact that um, he hasn't really been playing football that long. Um, he was a wrestler in high school for you know the first part of uh, first half of his um, high school career there, and then um, his junior year w- played football, but they had him as a linebacker, and then switched him to running back uh, this past fall for his senior year where he absolutely shined ran for over 2,000 yards and 26 touchdowns his team won the the state championship there in Florida and um, so it, it really was impressive what he did in one season and I think he has a very high ceiling he's a guy that um, when you hear about him you hear a lot about speed this he's got speed to burn so that'll be good um, he may get on the field you know they got that red shirt rule this year West was a little thin at running back so um, you know just depends on how he gets when he comes in here in uh, in fall camp and um Everything, but you know, 4 4 guy, fast guy, and West Virginia really needed to fill, fill in at that running back spot and get someone there, and they did, so that was good to see. And then the other signing that West Virginia had was Eddie Watkins. And Watkins is, you know, another bandit. I think that's the third bandit West Virginia signed in this class. They really said they needed some bodies that could play that bandit position. You know, felt like they didn't really have anybody that fit it that well this past season, and they wanted to get some guys in there to get some competition at that position, that defensive end, you know, linebacker hybrid um, type of position. So, um, And Eddie Watkins is a guy who he was originally committed to Georgia Tech, actually, uh, before, you know, reopening his recruitment uh, you know, this past year, and um, ended up before signing day. His final three was West Virginia, Missouri, Arizona, and uh, picked West Virginia. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the people kind of thought it was a bit of a surprise, maybe. But uh, you know, I think the coaching staff was really excited to get him in here, and uh, you know, get somebody else at that at that position. Another three star guy, uh, top fifty recruit in the state of Alabama. So, you know, you get filling another need there, and filling two needs with both of those guys. And so that was big for West Virginia, so they signed very Sparrow, Eddie Watkins, bringing the class to a total of 20 um, for the 2020 class um, thus far. And then a few days later, it broke that uh, James Thomas, a linebacker, three-star linebacker, committed to the Mountaineers as well. Um, but at this point, he has not sent in his letter of intent yet, so at this point, just to commit... Um, There's some issues, I think, there with with eligibility and um, seeing how that's going to go and play out. As well as Jacob Gamble, the junior college offensive tackle that's been committed to West Virginia for quite some time, has not yet sent in his letter of intent either, has not yet signed anywhere. Um, Same issue, trying to wait and see on his eligibility if he's going to be able to graduate in time, and um, if so, likely will send in his letter of intent. West Virginia will sign him, but just kind of... um, depending on how that eligibility shakes out, how the graduation um, you know, shakes out, the requirements, and if they can make it on campus. And if not, West Virginia will probably have to go another way. So both of those two are two commits West Virginia has to keep an eye on, uh, but eligibility is a, is a concern. So not, have not quite signed those guys yet, no letter of intent from those guys yet. So that's kind of where the 2020 class is right now. Um, I would expect West Virginia to land... You know, some grad a grad transfer or or transfer that can play right away on the offensive line here. You know, in between now and the start of fall camp, Uh, they really I think they need that. Um, They could possibly add another running back, um, linebacker. So um, this class is definitely not finished yet. Um, But even even though it's not finished yet, really got to tip your cap and give round of applause to Neil Brown and this coaching staff coming off a five and seven year. First full recruiting class for this staff, and they just knocked it out of the park, man. I think that it's tied for the, or maybe it actually is now pushed over and is the highest rated recruit in school history if you're going by average uh, star rating. Uh, top 30 class, which is very good for West Virginia. Um, third in the or fourth in the Big 12, depending on which uh, site you look at, so that's spectacular right there in its own. and um. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think the recruiting is going to continue to improve, continue to get better, and uh, we're going to see West Virginia continue to have some of these uh, better recruiting classes in the Big 12, as long as Neil Brown and company sticks around. So um, that's very exciting to see. But as far as this 2020 class, we do have six guys that have already enrolled on campus, going to be able to participate in spring football. And uh, those six that are early, Early enrollees are cornerback uh, Jairo Faveris, uh, the one from uh, he's from the Am- Amsterdam from the Never- Netherlands, um, you know the, the uh, school there. Um, and uh, I think there are a lot of high hopes for him there that he may be able to contribute right away this season at that corner position. So good to get him on campus. quarterback Garrett Green. Always good to get a quarterback enrolled early, let them learn the offense, you know, get their feet wet, uh, what have you. And, you know, I think most people are expecting West Virginia to kind of have an open competition at that quarterback uh, spot this year. I don't know if he will, you know, factor in unless he really comes in and blows people away. But uh, I think that he's the guy to look for in the future that could be the future at the quarterback position in this program. And then uh, defensive back Jackie Matthews, uh, junior college guy, uh, T.J. Simmons' cousin actually. Um, don't know if he's going to play safety or corner yet. I think originally the plan was corner, then maybe leaning more safety now. Um, we'll see how that shakes out. Then you got defensive lineman Quay Mays, um, and then you have wide receiver Reese Smith. And then you also um, landed a transfer from Louisville. And not only did you land the transfer from Louisville, but you didn't have to use a scholarship. He was willing to come as a preferred walk-on. Final year of eligibility, he's going to be a senior. And that is Keon Wakefield, a guy that's probably going to factor in there. At the slot position um, in West Virginia's offense, you know, kind of that same role that Winston Wright uh, plays. So that's really good to get him there as well, an experienced guy, and get him on campus early, have him uh, for spring practice. So that's who West Virginia has right now um, as far as early enrollees, guys that are on campus, on the roster um, for the upcoming season. Spring football right around the corner. And speaking of spring football, West Virginia has set a date for the Spring football game. Um, It's going to be April 18th, 1 o'clock p.m., of course, at Mountaineer Field, and that's on a Saturday. Uh, $10 tickets as usual. Um, Have not announced yet the schedule for spring spring football, when West Virginia is going to practice, when the practices are going to start. Expect that to come out in the very near future, so uh, we'll keep you updated on that as it comes along. But uh, for now, we do know the date of the spring game, April 18th, and, um, you know, practice will probably start sometime early, early next month, if, if I had to guess. That's usually uh, when this thing kick off is early March. So we'll see what West Virginia does. But uh, before we get out of here, here on this episode of the Country Roads webcast, let's uh, look ahead and talk a little bit about the 2021 recruiting class, which West Virginia has really hit the ground running on. So although the 2020 class is, you know, not quite 100% complete yet, uh, 2021, you know, still got to get a jump on that, you know, Neil Brown and his staff are already recruiting guys in the 2023 class, you know, I mean, it's a nonstop thing, uh, recruiting as a college football coach, so, Uh, but West Virginia has already secured three commits for the 2021 class, and just kind of wanted to briefly mention those three guys, um. And that would be St. McLeod, a safety, three-star guy from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, Victor Wickstrom, a tight end from Sweden that uh, I think the coaching staff is really excited about, his potential 6'3", 235. And then, most recently, Andrew Wilson-Lamp, wide receiver from Ohio, 6'3", 180 pounds, but uh, supposedly he can really run, and he really impressed at some of the camps as well, so those three guys already committed for the 2021 class um, off to a fast start there. And hopefully it's just as good as this 2020 class, if not even even better, which I actually expect it to to be better. I think the West Virginia is looking at, um, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think that it could be a, a top 25 recruiting class uh, with this 2021, um, 2021 year, 2021 recruiting cycle. Uh, I think West Virginia could land a top 25 class. And uh, you know one of the better classes in school history, and I think that hopefully Neil Brown continues on that trajectory, and um, it's just the start, you know, just the, just the beginning. So. Really excited that we're getting close to spring football. Um, you know, going to be hopefully more more frequent episodes here on the Country Roads webcast as we approach that. And, um, you know, any any breaking news, we're going to come on here and talk about it. Um, and there's going to be some uh, some more commits, you know, possibly some transfer news. of West Virginia's going to hire another coach to replace Al Pogue. So um, definitely we'll continue with the updates here throughout the offseason on the Country Roads webcast. If you don't already, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at WVU Country Roads. Um, you can follow Almost Heaven Athletics on Twitter at ahathleticswv. Athletics um, WV. Subscribe to the podcast on any platform you like. on um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. You can find Country Roads webcast there. Just search for us, like us, subscribe to us, and most importantly, share us as we continue to try and grow through Mountaineer Nation. But, Having said that, this has been the Country Roads webcast, brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz, and until next time, let's go mountaineers! Party! Country Roads, take me home.